Here's the deal. If you're tired, don't walk around tired. Don't walk around yawning, slow, scratching your head or eyes, especially if you're at work. You know what that's going to do if you walk around slow, careless, like like you don't want to be where you are? It's going to make you more tired. You got to open your eyes. Take some fucking deep breaths because it probably means you're not breathing enough. Drink some water, goddammit. Because you know what the thing is? None of us want to be where we are. So you're not you're not special by acting tired. I'm tired. But if I act like I'm tired, if I start yawning and oh, I'm so tired. Every time you say that, you're just you're just going to continue to be more tired. <laughs> How's it going, everybody? What is up? Welcome to your friend, Gene. Thank you for joining me on another epic podcast episode journey where I talk uh, and read poetry and writing and many things creative. Let me talk about some anecdotes. I don't know if anecdotes are the right words. I would love to get a real good setup. Because right now there's a lot of wires going on. On a very narrow desk. I would say this desk is maybe two feet long. Two feet wide. It's, it's a bit longer in length. But width um, is very short. Maybe I've just got too much stuff on here. So I'd like to read something, a draft, a very rough draft. And um, it, 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 for a moment, I wasn't sure if I wanted to read this because I didn't know if it was going to be something I wanted to work on and possibly submit somewhere. But I felt really compelled to share this one, I, I guess. I, I don't know why. I, I sort of wrote it in a way that, in my mind, I always knew that it was going to be shared vocally. Um, I just didn't know if I was going to do it so soon on the podcast. Um, since I have talked about it, I have written a few poems. I know last week I said I hadn't written much. And since then I've written about two decent poems. This one actually, the one I'm going to read for you now, um, is very uh, profound to me. I was... Um, I kind of just wrote it as a, from the gut, from the, the soul. I wasn't thinking about this poem. And I wrote it in a very different way, which I'll get into after I read it. Uh, but I guess um, that's where I will start this show um, with this reading. So sit back, relax. Enjoy the latest episode of your friend Jean, and uh, thanks for listening.
Swallowing snails. Art is the fucking gateway. I've got miles and miles of these, but I've turned the lights off at night and kept the ocean black. I've led you to the edge, let you swallow snails, and wondered at the holes in the galaxy that was my mind. A long time ago, I let the hand go of the child I once was. I set her on an ocean of tumult, watched the fear come down her cheeks as I turned off the lights. Today I wander, picking up breadcrumbs left behind. The future of the past set for me to see on this day I never could have predicted. While I wait for the voids to fill in, I too swallow snails. Where is it that you go when you go to places you said you'd never go? She holds the finger gun, flipping allegory a twitch that begins in the center of the big bang of her life, and she finds herself 21, 1961, hair greased back, wire-framed glasses, sleeve, sleeves turned up, and sat in a chair with I-don't-give-a-fuck grace, explaining to me what I explained to her. This is what you've done to me, doped up, cooked up, cards played, and it's gone in a flash. She's 32, and doesn't recognize the cheekbones staring back at her. Yet she still doesn't give a fuck, and she smiles to her. She lifts her trigger finger, wraps it around metal. And as the glass holding the memory of who she once was shatters, the world keeps turning. We borrow sorrow, drink joy, and swallow snails. So normally when I write, I um, I do it to music. That's like the first thing that I'll do. To really get into the writing mood, I find that music is a great motivator. It uh, Music has this way of like tapping into uh, another part of you that you didn't realize was there or, or you didn't have access to at the point, at that moment. And uh, music is really beautiful in this way in that it can open those doorway doorways so um so normally i'll i'll listen to music without words it'll be instrumental stuff very light stuff and uh it tends to be a little dramatic uh, which i suppose now looking back at it shows through my work it's uh it has a very melancholy nature to it which I don't really, I, I don't really go for, I don't plan for it. It's just my style. Um, I'm not a comedy writer. I, I don't write in satires. Um, I tend to write in fiction, like fictional poetries. I don't even know if this is considered poetry. Um, a lot of my stuff is, it does have essence of it that isn't real. Um... But anyway, so normally I, I write to music without words. Um, and it's got to be good stuff. It uh, It's usually very, very melodramatic stuff. 
really gets the flow going. That's that's where I tap into the most. But the funny thing is, actually, let me quickly get you what I listen to. Normally, my um, playlist, I've been using YouTube Music lately since uh, Google Music is no longer going to be a thing. So YouTube Music is my go-to. And I will put on a radio station with Linen Garden Part 1 featuring Hammock by Slow Meadow. Slow Meadow. Which is very nice. It's very modern-esque. It's not quite... It's not classical. Uh, I've tried writing to classical. It doesn't really do it for me. I enjoy listening to classical just as it is. But in terms of writing, I, I tend to go for more the ethereal sort of... Uh, sort of vibe really soul it's you know that sort of thing so anyway this piece however I wrote to a song with words which is interesting to think that maybe um I know there is one line in here that was sort of influenced by the song I was listening to so I was listening to where do you go by dope lemon I was listening to that on repeat because um it was just I don't know, as they say, it was speaking to me. I was sitting on my, my couch, and I was just listening to music. I had no plan to write, and this song was really, like, hitting me in the heart. And these first few lines, Art is the Gateway, I've got miles and miles of these, sort of hit me, and I ran from with that. And the one line, where is it that you go when you go to places you said you'd never go, um, was definitely influenced in some way by the lyrics to the song so that was an interesting divulge divulger di, how do you say that word uh departure from my normal thing because I, I find it very i don't know if people can do it i'm sure there's somebody out there who can but for me personally i just don't think that it's very easy to write to music with words because I wind up listening to the words and then I can't focus. I'm listening to the song more so than what I'm writing. And, and it just, it doesn't flow for me. And uh, the words belong to that music. And when I'm listening to stuff without words, it's kind of like I'm writing the words to that song. So this was an interesting departure. Something that was, comp it was written in like, I don't know, I listened to maybe four cycles of this song. And it's a, it's a four four and a half or actually it's a seven minute song uh so yeah i wrote this in like a little under an hour in pieces and i just it drafted it up and i was like what does that look like uh, so that's my thing on that uh yeah i still don't know how I feel about reading my work on here. Um, I do feel like I'd like to critique it at some point. Like I said, the, uh, uh, the stuff that I'm reading are drafts mostly. Uh, stuff that I've written quickly without um, going over it again. And this was one of them. Um... So I was asked recently what my writing rituals are. 
so I guess in a way, like, how do I prepare myself to write if, uh, if I'm in the mood or if I need to edit my story? What do I do? Um, well, music is a big one for me. I realized this as I gave it deeper thought that if I really want to get into writing, I'll listen to a song or two from a playlist that uh, I want to write to and um, really absorb the sounds of that and then continue from there. I don't really have a specific ritual that I follow, something that I do every time. Um, a lot of times it's not about making the coffee and writing or making the cacao and writing or, or listening to the music. It really is just, it's almost kind of random at times. I do, I guess one of my rituals would be that I like to write, I, I've discussed this on an earlier podcast, I like to write later in the evening. So right around this time, 8, 8.30, if I've, I want to plan to write, I'll set myself up for that. And um, one of the things that I do is I'll, I'll do browsing on the internet, which, again, I don't know if that has any effect, is a good thing or not, or might numb my senses. But I like to, my thought process here is I like to get all my browsing done so that I don't have, I don't have that itching feeling like, I want to go check this to see, you know. It's just like an, an unnecessary habit. So I kind of get that out of the way. So it's, I look through all, okay, there's no interesting videos. Moving on. Let me get to the real task at hand. Let me start writing. And when I felt like I've been looking on the internet for too long, I'll just, I just, it's like a spark. I'll open up the music app and play the first thing in my library. Whatever it is, it could be anything. Um, right now... It is Devil Like Me by Rainbow Kitten Surprise. I highly recommend it. Um, I highly recommend the band as well. They have some good tunes. Um, so yeah, I'll start with whatever's my recent activity, you know, and uh, sort of get in the mood for that. And I usually, I already kind of have a plan, like if I'm going to write poetry or if I'm going to edit it. Or if I'm going to work on my novel. I don't have different music for any of those things. It's all pretty much the same thing. So after I've listened to music, I'll switch it over to stuff without lyrics. Like that one I mentioned earlier uh, by Slow Meadow. And that's kind of like my ritual. It's always, well not always, but a lot of times it is at night. I don't know, I just work, my my creative demons come out at that time. Lately, um, alright, so I know this isn't writing, but this is a podcast, so it's sort of creative in the same way. My ritual, of, ritual for this every week is to, um, I write notes throughout the week. So I, I do um, listen to a lot of podcasts, and I listen to a lot of music, and I'll start jotting things down that... I sort of feel inspired to talk about, um, and I'll jot those down throughout the week, and, and there's really no um, schedule for that, it's just whenever the idea hits me. And then right before, like, the, the day of my podcast, which is usually a Monday, Monday or Tuesday, 
I'll go over my notes and kind of write any last minute uh, things that I want to talk about. And it's very, it's not rehearsed. It's very off the cuff. It's just kind of like, you know, I have, I thought about the tired thing that I read off earlier because I saw some people walking around tired and I'm like, I'm tired too. Like, what are you trying to prove? So it just made me think like, like don't act. So that's what I wrote here. I said, advice, uh, whatever the two dots are, don't act tired. And I just riffed off that. Um, and then I pop my drink, whatever it is, drink some, I definitely drink like a cup of water before I start these because after, after an hour or so, the throat gets pretty dry. And, um, it's important to have something so you don't uh, catch yourself. Uh, and then, and then it's just, yeah, it's just that. I open up my notes here, turn on this. No, I don't turn on the mic. I plug in the mic. I turn on the recorder, press a little record button, check my time. Got my computer set up so I can give you quick notes. Got my, my poetry that I want to read. And then I just go for it, and I hope things work out. And uh, like I said, at different episodes, I've I've had different beverages: uh, coffee, I've had cacao, I've had plain water, I've had nothing, I've done beer. Uh, so far, I think um, they all have different uh, different moods. I don't really have one that I prefer. Uh, water is the best because you need to stay hydrated. Moving on. Um, I was watching. I, I so I got into these uh, these videos online. Actors on actors. All these actor interviews. Actors interviewing other actors, and it seems to go that way. Famous people interviewing other famous people, or like an interviewee, a paid interviewee, interviewing a famous person. And um, I realized in, when watching these, a lot of the, the actors on actors uh, talk about trauma they've been through. And uh, there's some comedians I listen to that talk about trauma as a creative push, I guess would be the term. Uh, like it, it, it fuels... The struggle fuels what they do, is uh, this way of thinking. And it made me think, like, God damn, everybody has trauma, though. Like, you don't have to be, you don't have to be a creative mind. You don't have to be an actor or a writer or a painter or a comedian. You don't have to be those things if you have trauma. Like, there's regular people go through the same stuff and it's it's I I don't want to say bothersome but it's kind of like it made me think when um I keep hearing the same thing like well you can't like everybody that I work with you know meaning another actor uh they have trauma and it makes sense like this is this is what makes a creative person a creative person and I kind of like 
I kind of disagreed with that because it made me think like everybody has it. It's not, trauma is not a special thing because it, it can be varying in degrees. There can certainly be way more trauma experienced by one person than another person. But I think like at times we all make mistakes and we're all like fueled by one thing and that's our natural like fucking drive to survive and we have twisted ways of taking that and and turning it into something else and and could really like hurt people on a mental and physical level and we all go through that and uh it just kind of like it irked me whatever 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 reason it irked me that these uh I, I'm not saying that they are putting it on a pedestal, but it's almost like, like, yeah, we're, we're, we're creative because we have trauma and it's like, nah, like everybody has trauma. So it it sort of sparked an idea for me that was like, like, you don't see, I, I want to see the regular people. And I'm not saying this would be like an easy feat. Like it might be totally implausible. Is that the word? It might be totally out of this realm to take a regular person and have them be interviewed by an actor because a regular person would be like whoa this is you know Brad Pitt or whoever it is like they might be crazy but I thought it would be such an interesting idea to take a random person who's who's just trying to live do their job survive provide for their family and just say hey Tell me about your life. Like, I have trauma, and I know you have it too. Like, you don't have to be this super special creative person to go through shit. And uh, I thought that would be a very interesting idea for a show. Actors interviewing regular people. Because I'm sure, you know, consent and all that, whatever, have to sign but I'm sure people would have some serious stuff off their backs it's a weird thing it's a weird thing to think about it's like what what is the difference it's not trauma I don't think it is there's something else I don't know what it is but we all have this struggle of life and it's it sucks anyway not to get all disheartened on you, but that was just one of my ideas. I guess, I guess I felt slighted in a way like, hey, like you're not special because you have trauma and you're an actor or you're creative or you're a comedian. Like we all fucking have it. Anyway, moving on from that dark road. I don't know what, where that was headed. Um... Music without, we're into music without, where is it, I already read that. Oh, so, all right, I'm publishing more work, right? I'm trying to get into that game because I'd like to, to experience that. Having a publication, having one of my pieces published in a big magazine. Like, hey, I'm, I'm in this magazine here. I'm, I'm legit. So, um, I submitted to Adroit, Adroit Journal? Anyway, they, uh, no response yet, but they emailed me a, um, issue 34 Zoom release party, uh, slash reading 
event thing. Um, I guess, you know, using my email. And I was like, oh, well, I've never been to one of these. Um, and Zoom or otherwise online interactions are right up my alley. Uh, and this is kind of what I want to be into. So let me check it out. So I uh, joined the invite, totally free, and, um, you know, tune in at this time to watch some people read their uh, published works on this magazine. Very, very odd. Uh, I don't know if I fit in with these people. And that's also another funny thing to think about, fitting in, because... Who really fits in? If you fit in, congrats. You're, you, found your, you found your tribe. Uh, but a lot of us, there's always something in the back of our minds where it's like, I don't know if I fit in here. Anyway, that was just my, my, my kind of, I'm watching this. And it was a reading with uh, maybe five writers. Uh, and... I just, yeah, I had this feeling of like, this is, I don't know if this is me. Anyway, it's not to say I'm going to stop submitting to publications because, you know, I want to submit and I want to be published somewhere because that would be rad. But it just, it gave me that idea that uh, I don't think a lot of people feel like they fit in because we are so individual. And different. And I think that is what makes us feel like we don't fit in. Because there's, I don't know, 7 plus billion people on this planet. And there's definitely patterns and repeats of things. But we're all so different. And we all have different ideas, interests, and ways of looking at things. Like, no two people are the same. You could get close, but then there's something that's like, mm, just tweaked enough that, all right, they're 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 different. And I think that's kind of what makes people feel like they don't fit in. Like, I'm sure, all right, yeah, put me on the Zoom thing. Let me read something. Sure, I'll, I'll look like I fit in. I'll read my little poem and, and my little, you know, monotone reading and, and all that jazz. And look like I fit in. But you know, do I feel like I fit in? And do these people who read feel like they fit in? They look, from, to, from my perspective, they look like they do. But for, I don't know. Maybe they don't. Maybe they have the same feelings as me. Maybe they don't feel like they fit in. So my advice is, uh, you may not always feel like you fit in. But just remember, we all feel like that. We all feel like we're the only one in the room. We all have been through some shit. We're all suffering in different ways. And we're all trying to make it through in different ways. And we're all trying to make something out of this life. Something something a little more positive. Something positive. We're all we're all looking also to relate to other people. We have this dichotomy of not fitting in but wanting to relate. At least for me, I know I feel like I've always 
wanted to be a part of a group. And even if I was, I always felt like the outsider. Like at any point, I wasn't in enough to keep going with the group. Uh, and I would just kind of be like, oh, yeah, we forgot about her. I was the forgotten one. And, you know, not to say that wasn't my fault. I was very quiet. I didn't really speak up or push myself in any particular direction. Um, I was very shy, very, uh, very challenged in that way. And uh, for a good portion of my life, it didn't do me good. come out of it and eventually hopefully we all find our little spot and we come to terms with maybe we're just not gonna feel like we fit in a hundred percent of the time and that's okay I don't think a lot of us feel that way I'm sure there's a lot of us who do like you find your group you find your tribe or your squad or whatever it is your friends and it's like all right this this is where I fit I don't really have any desire to like try to fit in this group and this group. And, and that's the thing, like there's so many of us that there are people like that who, who do fit in or, or have that. It's not that they fit in, but they have the feeling of like, Hey, I can be anywhere and I can be anyone and I can be a part of this and this, and I can bring them together. And then those people, those people are awesome. And God, it just, again, it just resonates like we're all so different which is so crazy nothing else is like that nothing else on this planet is like that you take two other things of the same species they're going to be the same you know to an extent i guess in a way there are patterns to people but i don't know just it's still so wild so wild maybe we're aliens aliens on this uh on this planet we're not supposed to be here and that's the dark hour ladies and gentlemen you've reached a point in the show you've stayed long enough to uh experience the ramblings of a mad writer oh man speaking of mad I've been having a struggle lately with focusing. Um, it's kind of been a weird thing where uh, it's like this intense boredom comes over me. And then I find myself reaching for my phone and browsing videos, Instagram news articles and kind of not refreshing I'll never like I, I used to do this where I would go on Instagram check all the photos go to the search history check all those and then go to the top and refresh it I used to do that I don't do that anymore the new habit I've gotten into which is almost the same thing is I'll check my Instagram all right I've reached the end close the app do something else, come back, especially if it's like a day off or it's like the, the evening and I've got nothing to do, come back like 20, 30 minutes later and check it again. And uh, 
I don't know if that's like a form of boredom or like anxiety or depression. I'm not going to like self-diagnose, but I almost feel like I don't know what to do. And I know I have things I can do. I can listen to music. I can write. I can brainstorm on ideas. I can draw. And I find myself doing less and less of those things. Um, and I've been feeling bored more quickly. Uh, and it, this overwhelming of like, this overwhelming feeling of like, oh my God, like what really is there to do in a day? Like you're basically biding time until sleep. And then what? You sleep, you wake up, and then the day happens and what? You go to work, you eat, and then what? You go back to sleep. And it just sort of feels like this cycle of like, I think it's it might be some anxiety uh, that I'm experiencing where like, I don't know what to do. So I, I've also gotten like into this habit of, of browsing YouTube for like, it's got to be more than an hour. It's got to be like two hours where I'm just going through videos. And the thing is, I'm not even watching these videos to the full extent. And uh, that's a weird... I'm sort of realizing this um, as I was preparing for this podcast. It sort of hit me last night that... um, So, I was juggling last night. Okay. I know how to juggle. Very poorly. I've not practiced too much, but my new goal is to get pretty good at juggling, and I want to get up to a point where I'm juggling at least four juggling balls. Right now it's only three, and I can only do it for maybe a minute to two minutes at a time before I drop one. So um, so I had uh, the place to myself last night. Um, my husband was out, so I had a few hours here, and... Uh, I was like, all right, awesome. I'm going to like get some peace and quiet. I'm going to be able to write and listen to whatever music I want at whatever volume. Uh, you know, of course, not, not super loud. All right? We're not, we're not going to be crazy here, but uh, it's going to be within limits. And, uh, you know, I could walk around, eat whatever I want, do crazy stuff, you know, bounce a basketball, whatever I want. Crazy stuff. And uh, he left, and I'm sitting here, and then I'm like, uh, uh, what am I going to do, actually? Like, what do I normally do? Uh, so I wound up watching a movie, a bad movie, called uh, Last Days of American Crime. I watched the first like 40 minutes before I realized how long of a movie this was. And then I skipped through the rest of it. I just like by 15 minutes or so, every 15 minutes, skip, 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 get to the end. I was like, I don't want, do I want to waste part of my night on this movie? So then, uh, so then after that was done, I'm like, I ate some food and uh, I'm like, uh, what am I going to do? Like what? What were my ideas? I was going to have this massive writing session, this massive like creative creative whirlwind of an event without any um outside influences. 
because um, normally like if I do plan to write I'll come to the my desk and I'll have the door closed and I'll have the lights uh, set to a nice like pinkish red color which I think is the writing color and um, that sets the tone for like hey I'm busy I'm doing this thing uh, so keep quiet all right don't disturb So, um, it's not like I don't have those opportunities to have some privacy while I'm getting work done. But I realize that, geez, I don't need, um, I don't need this. I don't need to be alone in order to get in the mo in uh, get motivated. Uh, so... Like an hour went by, maybe maybe two hours. I was watching some YouTube videos. And I was like, oh, like I really don't know what I do with my time. I used to do more, even up to, I mean, maybe it's the whole stuff that's going on with the pandemic. Maybe, uh, I had a dream actually last night about being in a store full of people. All right, packed. Like, think of the most crowded place you've ever been and put them all inside into, like, a grocery slash uh, department store. And I'm in the store with a cart, and I'm looking around like, oh, my God. Like, in my, the back of my head, I know there's a pandemic going on. And I'm like, I how am I so close? I'm thinking, these people are too close. I'm looking at an aisle I have to get through where... There was a there was a group of people facing one way and a group of people facing the other and I had to get through them and I'm like how am I going to get through them I can't touch these people they're they're too close this is crazy it was so wild um oh my gosh this dream was so intense I lost my original point but maybe it's that uh oh yes the pandemic maybe it has something to do with that I think a lot of us are feeling a little like woeful where it's like oh. God, what do I do? Like, I can't go to work. Uh, I can't do my job. I can't go out and enjoy entertainment or restaurants. Like, what do I actually do? So I guess that's sort of had, um, maybe that's been sort of what the effect is on me. Where I'm like, God, what do I do? <laughs> we used to go to coffee shops and sit in the coffee shop for like 45 minutes and just talk we'd get some coffees and we'd drink them and we'd look at the people coming in and we'd listen to the conversation and we'd spitball ideas or just talk about our day we would walk around Best Buy aimlessly and just like hey look at this cool thing look at this over here and we would sometimes stop at the grocery store like twice in a day because it's like hey you you want to get a drink yeah let's, let's get some sodas and we used to do that kind of stuff so I guess uh, that stuff fills your day and uh, you know then you come home and you're like all right I did some I, I stimulated my mind now I can get creative but when your day just kind of consists of like going to work coming home then you're sort of at least I started to feel a little like I mean I still feel it and I'm guess I'm realizing this now I feel a little like empty I feel a little numb to to just everything I used 
I used to draw. Well, I, I got into drawing not too long ago, like uh, pen and ink. And I uh, haven't been doing that much. And even like like I said last podcast, I hadn't written anything for like two weeks. And uh, I've been having this terrible habit of, of using my phone too much, checking Instagram and checking social media, checking videos and just scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. And it sort of made me realize like, geez, I need to take active measures to stimulate my mind. So if I can give another piece of advice, it would be that. Make sure... If you ever find yourself getting into these moods where you're like, you're kind of feeling, it's almost like it's a despair where it's like, it's like, oh, like really, what are we doing here? And again, that's a wormhole that can get pretty deep and dark really quickly. So I don't suggest you go there. But for whatever reason, my twisted mind goes there sometimes. And I think just with everything happening, it's been going there a little bit more. Um, so I realized, uh, I need to, I need to do something about it. Otherwise it's just going to be unchecked and it's going to get worse. Oh man, talking this out actually feels much better. Um, I realize talking it out is pretty important and making, making plans, making plans. So... Um, just out of nowhere, as I was going through this the other night, the other, this, this despair of, what, what do I do when there's nothing to do? Like, you just have a night to yourself, or just a night, and it's it's like, you know, 7 o'clock, 8 o'clock, and, and you look at, at your time and, and things you normally do, and it's like, alright, it's another like two hours, three hours before I should go to bed. And like, I want to do something productive with my mind. Not not that, you know, it's not going to, I'm not going to write like a, a play. I'm not going to create a movie. But I just want to sort of put my mind at ease, exercise the mental capacities. Um, so I, I, out of nowhere, again, like a switch, I'm very switch mind oriented. Where I'll be so stuck in something and then it will just snap so I'm looking at videos just pointless pointless videos and in the back of my head I think I'm just wasting my time like even if nothing even if everything kind of is a waste of time at the end of the day this is not doing anything for my mental health now so just like that I went to the music the music app I put on some music and I went to go find my juggling balls because I thought I haven't juggled in a while. I know I have them and I just got to get up and do something with my hands. Um, and I guess it's sort of the same effect as if I were to like work out, but I sort of, I do light workouts. Um, I've been working on my back, um, my posture. I have pretty poor posture. I, I, my shoulders turn in. Um, so uh, I do those sort of things with, um, what is that called? A, uh, stretch, stretch bar, like, uh, Jesus, I don't even know what it's called. Anyway, I do back exercises. I've been doing them twice a week for like seven weeks now because I want to have better posture. I don't want my shoulders to turn in. I want to stand up straight. So that's really, that is really good, but I needed something different than, uh, exercising, 
So I, I started juggling and I gave myself a little goal that I want to be a better juggler because I wasn't very good. Like I knew the, I knew how to juggle for a few, for, for maybe a minute at the most. And then I would, like I said, drop the balls. So I want to be a better juggler. So I, I did that for like an hour. I just practiced three ball juggling and uh, I have this move where I, I juggle with one hand and then I toss the other ball in and I kept dropping them. But towards the end of this, oh, I want to call it practice, towards the end of this practice, I started to get um, pretty comfortable and um, I was getting a little better. So it made me think that I need to like stimulate, I need to do more stimulating activities because I because I think um, I realized what happened was that I I got into the habit of reaching for my phone and the problem is it became a habit so then when I'm thinking about what else to do it sort of becomes like well you look at your phone and or you look at videos and it's like oh yeah like I've been doing this for the past month or two months or whatever it is and now you've built that habit so now it's like a part of you and I have to unbuild the habit, which I've done before. And it's, if I can recommend, if I can give a third, what are we at? Four, fourth piece of advice, third piece of advice. If I can give another piece of advice, it would be to give yourself time to build up a habit because uh, it takes time to build bad habits. They can happen easily, I think but they do take time to be comfortable in. Um, so like the phone thing I was dealing with, yeah, I was I was using my phone and it was easy to just sort of like, oh, well, there's nothing to do. We don't have anywhere to go. Um, you know, so I'll just, I'll just browse for entertainment. And then eventually that became comfortable. So just give yourself time and set goals. So if you don't want to use social media as much if you don't want to be endlessly browsing YouTube as much because you feel like it's it's killing brain cells um, take up a stimulating activity you know to just start working out or juggling I, I think juggling is a pretty profound art form which uh, I'm just coming up with this idea now I didn't realize that it was so profound but um, it's actually very, very entertaining. If you, if you tell me like, hey, like, all right, here's a scenario. I'm like, hey, I don't know what to do with my time. You know, it's it's nine o'clock. I've got another hour before bed. Like, what should I do? Uh, you should go juggle. I, I would be like, why? But then you go to juggle, and you're like, oh, this is so much fun. This is actually like stimulating my mind hand-eye coordination, movement, problem-solving, whatever it is. And uh, you start to enjoy it. So I, uh, I did that last night. I was practicing my juggling, and I found myself really enjoying it. And I didn't think about being bored. I wasn't bored while I was doing this. I had my music on, and I was like, this is awesome. Like, I'm here. I'm just practicing on my movements. This is, I'm like, my brain is thinking about how to catch the things in the air and how to toss them and how not to drop them. 
this is the best thing ever. So now my goal is to uh, bring it up to four juggling balls. Um, also, music really helps if you're feeling stuck in any way. And not music on YouTube. Like, get away from the videos because I find I can get really stuck in them. Like, I don't know what it is. What is it? Where, shout if you have this problem. You click on a video, you watch 10 seconds. Alright, I'm done. Click on another video, you watch 10 seconds. Okay, I'm done. And you keep doing that. And before you know it, in your history, you have like 20 barely watched videos. It's a really bad habit. One I'm looking to break. Uh, because I think videos are important. Other people's creative work is important. And, uh... I, I have to, I have to, here's the other thing that people have to be careful with saying have to. I would like to enjoy videos again because I don't think that my watching a minute or a few seconds of a video is enjoying them. It's a little hyperactive. It's a little uh, attention deficit sort of behavior. Uh, and the only way I know how to fix that, for me personally, is to, I find a video, I, if I find a video that is interesting to me, to watch the whole, like, force myself to watch the whole thing. And, uh, maybe if I do that enough, in consecutive weeks of doing that, of forcing myself to watch entire videos, I'll eventually just start doing it on my own without thinking about it. Because, uh, that can be... That can be a little crazy. Just half half ideas in your head roaming around. So, But I think uh, if you do find yourself li looking at too many videos, just put on some music. That's what I did when I wrote this poem, Swallowing Snails. I, this exact thing I'm talking about, that was what I was going through. I, it was a late night, probably around this time, 9.05. And I'm just looking at videos, actors on actors, and now pff, my history is full of actor videos. So one after another, and I'm watching hot ones, and and I'm trying to find other stuff that is more my, is more me. You know, I'm looking for nature videos, but now they're all they're all not there because I'm clicking on too many celebrity things. So anyway, I'm like, I just realized like I'm making myself crazy here. So. uh just like a switch, I I went over to the app, the music app, and I played the first recent playlist, which was the Don't Let Go, or whatever it's called, by Dope Lemon. And um, I, I like I said, I didn't plan to write, but I put my headphones on, and I was just sitting there listening to it, vibing out. And the song was really good, so I put it on repeat. And I'm like, this is good. And those lines came to me. And I started writing, which is, uh, like I said, super rare that I would write something with words. Kind of, I don't know if I can repeat the event. It is very strange to write to words. But that was a good that was a good session, if I do say so myself. And I'm trying to I'm trying to get back into drawing again because I do I love the pen and ink. Just writing doodles. Um, like whole pictures, like almost like mosaic pictures. And 
I don't even know what you would call them. They're not they're not like one whole picture. It's like like figures and shapes all connected as one. Um, if you go to my Instagram Yucky, you can see there are a few scrolls down. You'd be you'll see um what I'm talking about. Or maybe pen and ink is just the genre and they come up right away. But I gotta I I want to draw more. So I wanna do I wanna incorporate those things more. Um I don't wanna like entirely limit well, I do wanna limit, but I don't want to entirely remove social media or, or watching videos or scrolling the internet. But I don't want it to be this this cyclical is that the word? I don't want it to be this cyclical thing where I'm just refreshing and I reach the end of the page and all my bookmarks and I think to myself, like, I reached the end. What do I do now? Go back to YouTube and then I'll watch more videos. And, uh, oh, some more, some more videos have, uh, loaded, but a lot of the same videos and I think at that point, I got to step away. I got to put the music on, get to work, get to work on this show. Did I leave anything out? No, I think that's it. A uh, little, uh, little interesting, uh, packed, packed little thing here. So, if I have any form of advice for you. It would be to listen to more music. Check out Rainbow Kitten Surprise. I've been listening to their songs. Very good. Been listening to Dope Lemon. Uh, very good. I've been listening to The Quiet by Chelou. C-H-E-L-O-U. Also very good. Highly recommend. So if you're looking for stuff to just vibe out to, check them out. If you're looking for non-lyric, a non-lyric playlist, Linen Garden Part 1 by Slow Meadow. It's actually, in recent history, one of the best ones I've found so far. Because it's not so old. Sometimes it can get really classical. And that sort of influences you in a certain way, but not necessarily like the way that you want but that one's pretty good. It's it's it's, it's more modern, ethereal. Um, but yeah, that's that's it. Listen to more music because music is the key to our, all our souls. Don't worry about it. We all struggle. We're all trying. We're all trying to figure it out. Um, don't be too hard on yourself. Give yourself credit where credit is due, because even though it's really hard to admit it, you're you're doing a good job. You're doing great. And that's just me telling me that, but also telling you. Because sometimes other people hearing it, it's important. Um, anyway, yeah, that's it. That's all for me here. Thanks for tuning in to this episode, episode 7 of Your Friend Jean. Hopefully you like what you listen to. If you did... You can tune in next week where I'll have another show out for you where I talk all things writing and creative and how that relates to common life. Thank you.